You know me. Guaranteed. I do. But I feel like you, you've put up a healthy wall when it comes to me. And I don't, like, blame you for that. I don't feel like I have done that. I feel like you've done that. I feel like you hate me, actually. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to talk about? No, uh, de- no denial. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, and welcome back to Let's Get Gaming Podcast, your number one spot for all video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. This is a a special week here at the Let's Get Gaming Podcast, where you're not getting one, but two episodes of, say with me now, the Let's Get Gaming Podcast. That's right, boys and girls, in all of the podcasting world, I'm your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, it's Chris Montpetit. Double feature, baby. And Stefano Fontana. Guys, we've gone multi-dimensional on this show. Yeah. Two sure. episodes in a week. Back what back. are we? Successful podcasters in the realm of video games. That's right. Watch out, kind of funny games. We're, <laughs> wow. All we gotta do is, is put out another put out another five more of these throughout the week. Scraping together the bare minimum of things that constitutes news. Getting it and out content. there for the people. <laughs> and content. Well, look, okay, we've been doing that since episode episode zero. But, you know, hey, welcome everybody to the show. We do have some fun and interesting news articles to talk with you about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, I, mean, I guess we don't really need to do what we've been playing, right? Because, I mean, we could summarize this very quickly. Playing Marvel Snap. It's a great game. Go play it. It's now profitable. Congratulations. We got mutants now, baby. But uh, Chris, I believe that you have a little something to start the show off with. Uh, I do have an "Am I the Asshole?" But uh, I just want to say I actually, uh, I actually played the new Kirby game, and it's a lot of fun. And I highly recommend you guys go play it. Are you talking about Kirby's Return to Dreamland Dreamland. for the for the Nintendo Switch? Yeah, it's great, dude. I I loved the original Return to Dreamland for the for the Mm -hmm. Wii back in like Mm -hmm. what two thousand like. Eight six? or something like that. Yeah, it, maybe maybe. two thousand six. That's a little bit too far. I think it was because it was for the Wii, but it was like one of the last Wii games before they shut it down, right? And the Wii came out two thousand six, so I think it was probably like a, a little bit later than that. But it was two thousand eleven. Wow. Two thousand. Yeah. Okay. That that tracks. Yeah. I because I, yeah. I don't know, man. I have such great memories of Kirby's Return to Dreamland because yeah, like I I don't know I if you. I love like Kirby's Dreamland and uh, Return to Dreamland's like a really fun yeah. like way to go back to it and like this game's just it's a lot of fun. But even like if you I don't know if you remember the state of Kirby like during the Wii, but like that was his weird experimental year, right? Because like you oh, know yeah, it's like sure. Kirby, but it's yarn now, you know. It's and we didn't really have like a solid traditional Kirby game for quite a while, and then they hit us with like Return to Dreamland, and you know they marketed that game as such this is the return to dreamland this is how you remember kirby being and baby it's it's in glorious 3d mm-hmm. yeah that that it's it great. is definitely on my list i i really do want to pick up that game i i i've been slacking on picking on like new game acquisitions i gotta get i gotta get the metroid prime remake i gotta get the kirby's return to dreamland you know i got i got a lot of stuff i gotta you know catch up on so yeah, yeah I, I, got the, we talked I got about the metroid prime but 
Yeah, yeah, I, I got. I want to play it. It looks so good. It looks incredible what they've done with it. Seven, what were you saying? <clears throat> I was just saying yesterday we talked about um, Battle Link, Mega Man mm. Battle Link coming. Yeah, yeah. Are you uh, you gonna? I'm gonna I'm incredibly incredibly interested in that game. I love those mm. games. The, the Mega Man Battle Network games are. Battle Network, sorry, not Battle Link. What am I? Yeah, no, it's okay. Link. I I mean, I I was going to cor- correct you, but you know, indirectly, right? So, um. Mm. Yeah, no, I I love those games. I played them nonstop when I was a kid on my Game Boy Advance in the dewy years of early 2000. It's ridiculous. But the fact Mm -hmm. that that collection has like, what, six or seven titles jammed into it, that's insane. Like, I don't think we've ever seen like a a bang for your buck more worth it than that. Well, other than it's split into two parts, so you only get it is split into, yeah, that's true. That Advance Wars collection coming out, that's, that's pretty close. That is no. Well, I mean, look, as as a as I will defend Advance Wars till the end. Mm-hmm. You only get in two games there. Now they are gloriously remade in glorious HD, and you know, I, I do think that anybody who's interested in Advance Wars or anybody who wants a little bit more Fire Emblem style tactical enjoyment should pick it up. Um But other than that, man, that that Mega Man game, whew, that's that's gonna be that's that's gonna be putting in some hours, I can guarantee you right now. Pat, did you play Felsio? Like, yeah, Mega Man. It's it's a classic game. What were you saying, Stefano? <laughs> did you play Felsio? Did I? What did you call me? Did you play Felsio? Fauci? Fell? <laughs> that sounds racist. I, I, Fauci, um, the the head of the World Health Organization, Doctor Fauci. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <Fel>? <laughs> yeah, Fousey Tube. Um, <laughs> Fell Seal. Fell Seal. I have no yeah. idea what that is. The no, tactics expound. game that came out a year or two ago. I feel like you'd mm. be into it. So really, Switch, if, I think. For whatever reason, that game is not on my radar at all. But I'll look into it. Yeah. If, Fell Seal, the Arbiter's Mark. That's the one. That's the most video game ass sounding <laughs> video game name I've ever heard in my life. Absolutely. <laughs> what is an Arbiter? Really? Name. Yeah. I'll look into that. No, I, I mean, Stefano, we've talked about on the show that you have a horrible track record when it comes to recommending video games. So <laughs> no, I have a horrible a track record of hyping up games that aren't out yet. Oh yes, not, you're right. You're I'm right. Convince I apologize. Don't know any better to like it and not mm, buying it yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, man, right now, and I think that everyone's kind of in the zone right now. I have, there's, there's so much to play. There's oh, so it's... many games coming out at such an insane, like an increasingly insane rate, and there's just not enough free time to to get through everything in time. So, well, especially you know. when you work like a nine to five, and then uh, yeah, or any any kind of full time job, or if if you're unfortunate enough where you have to work two jobs, or or you mm. or you're a parent, or like anything where you know if you're trying to like stay healthy and not eat junk food and work out yeah. and have where have relationships like how, how do you find yeah. the time to like play video games anymore when the, when they're coming out like th- six a week yeah yeah no it's it's you know the know only real way to do it is to move back in time to when you were a child and you didn't have to worry <laughs> about you know working three jobs or upholding a relationship that's it yeah. I know. Uh, I know you're really worried about this, Pat. Don't worry. Uh, Suicide Squad was delayed, so you can just thank God. A lot of your thank time. I am. You know. Thank you for letting me know about that because uh, I, I was getting concerned. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to work through this battle pass and the Marvel Snap battle pass in the same month? And like, I do. 
Don't you worry, because we extensively covered that topic on the previous episode of the Let's Be Gamers (laughs) podcast. See, I, I like this idea of having multiple shows a week. Now we could we could reference things that we've talked about. We could build up the lore a little bit, and we could keep the show going in an interesting direction. You know, keeping it more conversational, less more conversational, less, less yeah. Uh, yeah, less. Well, I mean, like, what do we do? We talk about the news, you know. Whatever, we we don't need to talk about news. Here's a video game podcast. We just talk about video games. If someone wanted the news, they would just read IGN regurgitating it. Okay, they, they don't need. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we could just make up news for all that matters. You know, who, who cares if it's actually true? That's that's, hey, that's right. Fox, that's just, let's yeah, just do the Fox yeah, News uh, of video game news. Well, let me pull up Chat GPT real quick, and I'll ask it to generate a breaking <laughs> news report in the world of video games. Here, perfect. I'm gonna I'm gonna type. You guys fill in this dead air. I'll come in here with breaking news. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Stefano, have you played anything uh, anything new in the last week uh, for video games or no? No, I, I think, like, it's been pretty much just Hogwarts Legacy. I tried Wulong. I think I said this yesterday. Um, it's too hard for me. I'm a little baby bitch. Mm. I like. I want to like it. I try to like it. I, I like it Are more you- than Souls-like, like, than a Souls yeah. game. Oh, guys, hold on. We got some breaking Ooh. news here in the world of the video game industry. Whoa, a major whoa, whoa. video game company announced a revolutionary new gaming console in a surprise announcement today, and one of the biggest names in the video game industry has revealed plans to release a new gaming console that it claims will revolutionize the way we play and experience video games. The new console, wow. which has been in development for years and is rumored to have cost billions of dollars to create, boasts state-of-the-art graphics and press and processing powers that surpasses anything created available on the market. But what really sets this console apart is its groundbreaking new technology with promises to take video games immersion to a whole new level. Through a combination of advanced virtual and augmented reality features, players will be able to feel like they are truly inside the game world, interacting with characters and environments in ways never before possible. Now, does it have television? I don't, Chris, you might be surprised because oh it God. does, in fact, have smell of vision. That is confirmed. Oh, my God. But that's not all. Industry experts are already hailing it as a game changer that could completely redefine the video game industry. And gamers around the world are eager to anticipate the console's release date. Now, while the company has not yet announced an official release date or pricing information, sources close to the project say that it could be available as early as this year. So stay tuned for more updates on this exciting development in the world of video games. Oh my god. It's funny how accurate wait. it got the the vague dates. Listen it's, guys, yeah. I don't know when it's coming, but it's coming now. I promise. The, the, the insane vagueness of everything, but like just also yeah. pushing along the track to fill up the mandatory like five or six paragraphs. Like honestly, man, I don't even think video game, look. What else do we need, you know? We just keep doing this all night. Let's give me another one, baby. Whoa, Sony announces a launch of highly anticipated highly anticipated PlayStation 6 console. Oh my god, I can't. Most people can't even get their hands on a PS5 and we got the PS6 already. Hell yeah. I, I apparently like they leak the release date of the PS6. This isn't like a ChatGPT prompt anymore. This is like a real thing that happened in the world of video games. Apparently like we're we're, we're well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. The PS5 is what? Two years in two now, years. approaching years in. the the third at the end of this year, it'll be three years, right? So we no, really only have. For sure. I think we're definitely going to be getting a pro, yeah. But I mean, you know, historically the Sony consoles have a little bit of a shorter shelf life than the than the others. So 
Well, I believe most Nintendo systems have a shelf life about six ish years, and we are on the sixth year of the Switch. So, there not the Wii U. Be... <laughs> wow, we don't talk about the black sheep of the Tra- family, traditionally. Okay? Traditionally, the yeah, no, that's true. The Nintendo Switch did recently pass its six years anniversary, uh, making it one of the most long-standing Nintendo systems of all time. I think like the only ones ahead of it right now are like the Game Boy. I really, yeah. I could see this this switch doing the Game Boy thing, where they like, they just like extend a lifespan with some like iterations. You know, they did the OLED is, already, so like, that's like yeah. The but color. I, I don't know what the OLED was. I, I feel like the OLED was like, maybe they were going to release a Switch Pro, and then like COVID happened, and they're like, oh, we can't really do it for whatever reason, like production limits or like the the chip shortage, which because Nintendo runs on like you know outdated hardware they're not really affected by the chip shortage as much as everyone else. So they kind of got lucky with that, but I don't know. I don't know. The, the OLED's in a weird spot either way. I love my OLED. Let's, uh, Chris, why don't you bring up tonight's am I the asshole? I'm willing and ready to participate in this banter. My you know, loins, gotta... they are gird, girded. Oh, wow. This man has you know, girded I've, his loins. I've got quite the juicy one. Oh, wow. Okay. Good. All right. Mm. So this one's a couple years old, but uh, it's that's fine. It's quite good. Uh, am I the asshole for taking yeah. back my nephew's Christmas present and giving it to my son? Oh, oh, wow. OK, okay. Stefano, we're going to be relying heavily on you since you uh, have a child. Chris has a nephew, right. so I have. Oh, wow. Yeah, there, we there we go. I have two nephews. Um, my sister and I have always had a strained relationship. I usually let things go and try to keep the peace. Both of us have sons who are around the same age. My nephew is 13 and my son just turned 11. For my son's birthday, I bought him a new gaming system that he has been wanting. He was Mm. absolutely thrilled and he plays it nonstop. My sister is very bad with money. I usually have to lend her money for bills and stuff for my nephew. I know my nephew doesn't always get the best Christmas gifts. So this year I went a little crazy and I purchased him the same gaming system for Christmas. I already had it ready and wrapped under the tree. Yesterday, my sister's family came for a visit. My son asked me if they could go play video games. And I said, yes, and reminded them to be careful. About 30 minutes later, my son comes running to me, crying. I asked him what was wrong, and he led me to the front hall. When we get to the stairs, I see the brand new system smashed on the floor. (laughs) Oh, wow. Someone had thrown it from the upstairs, and it was now smashed to pieces. Mm. I had asked my son what happened. And he sobbed and pointed at his cousin. I had asked my nephew if he had done this, and he started to laugh. He said that it was a stupid baby toy and that he saw people break them online. My sister came in, and (laughs) I told her what happened. I explained to her that this was an expensive system and that her son needs to be disciplined for what he did. I told her I wanted her to pay for what her son broke. She laughed and said no. 
She says, I shouldn't have let them play unsupervised and that it was my fault and I am a bad parent. She said, my son will get over it and that it wasn't important. Seeing my son sitting on the ground next to his broken system, trying to put the pieces back, tore out my heart. I walked over to the Christmas tree and I grabbed the system that was meant for my nephew and I pulled the gift wrap off and gave it to my son and told him to go upstairs and set it up. My sister asked me why I was making such a big deal when I already had another one already. I then laughed and told her that that was her son's Christmas gift and that since it wasn't that important and it's just a stupid baby toy, then obviously they won't miss it. I then told them to leave. Mm. My nephew realized what happened and I began and he began to cry that my son had stole his system. Too bad, bitch. Get I out. said, <laughs> I said, no, his was the one that he smashed. My sister was livid and told me that I will never see them again. I just said, okay. And I slammed the door. Mm. Other family members have now been calling me nonstop saying that I am an asshole and that I ruined my nephew's Christmas. I don't think so, though. My nephew is 13. He's not a stupid kid, and he knew what he was doing. I don't care that it was over jealousy. He is old enough to know better. My sister was not going to make the situation right, so I did what I had to do. They all think I should buy a new, uh, they all think I should buy another system for him, but I don't have that kind of money. I'm starting to feel bad about this, and I'm wondering, am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, gentle- gentlemen, I think what we have here is a classic case of fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I could not explain that any better if I tried. You know what? When you when you introduce the story, I was like, okay, this this might get a little bit spicy, but no, mm. the nephew did something that it, uh, you know he's thirteen years old, mm-hmm. still a kid, but at the same time, property damage is a felony. Um, <laughs> and and honestly, I, I don't know, man. I don't have kids, so keep that in mind for what I'm about to say. But if I have to choose between my kid or my niece or nephew. It's it's not really a contest at all. I just I just gotta. The, I'm imagining if that if I did that as a 13 yeah. year old, I wouldn't be here. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> like I would have been murdered, murdered, death, killed by my parents. Oh, 100 percent. It would have 100%. been a disaster. <laughs> like, you know you what? It also it it kind of reminds me of the the one that we covered a while back now, where they sold his collection i i can't remember if it was like oh, pokemon cards or like games, games and they're yeah, like yeah. oh it doesn't matter like you got a thousand yeah, bucks parents, for it here yeah. you go whatever right and like it, it just kind of reminds me of like these people don't understand the value of what these things are did they they never referenced what game system it was did they uh no. it's never specifically specified but i can only imagine it's probably the nintendo switch it's probably the switch okay yeah so I, I think it really just comes down to like you know this this parent bought a game system for their child. 
It's expensive, right? Even if it is a Switch, which is the most affordable uh, console on the console on the market right now, ladies and gentlemen. You it's can run down to your local Walmart, pick it up. Sixty dollars, like, not- yeah, <laughs> it's the most affordable, but it's still like you know, it's a decent chunk of anyone's paycheck. Um, but I think, yeah, it's just like you know, the the preconceived notion of like, oh, it's just a kid's toy, so it can't be that expensive, and then whatever, you know. And I, but no, I don't, I don't think this guy's an asshole at all. If anything, is, I think he handled it very well. Yeah, but better than I would have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's embellishing. Maybe he yelled a lot more than he actually did, but it would have been yeah, the, the fury of the Lord. It would have been a disaster. I don't condone hitting a child, but you're 13. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Stephen, you're a father. You have a child, right? Would you? How would you have responded in this situation? If someone broke my kid's switch we'll, we'll just say switch for the sake of yeah just for the sake of some simplicity i'll lose my damn mind i don't even know i can't yeah. even like I would just, especially especially if you if you were i love the sweet vindication of have him having had the extra one but like having one ready to go yeah mm-hmm. i love that but knowing that you went out of your way to try and like <clears throat> give this kid an extra special gift and then he's that he's like shitty yeah is like make probably makes it that much worse even if his actions came from a sense of, of jealousy, you know, jealousy and, you know, 13 years old, that's the, about the time puberty starts kicking in. You got the hormones raging throughout you, you know, but you're, time to you're break some at, switches. You're also at that age where, you know, when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah I don't, that's fair. It could, it could be jealousy, I guess. But like when the mom also laughed, I'm like, clearly the apple and the tree, not so far apart. So, yeah. 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 Now like, I, I, I struggle out of out of all the ways to handle it. I think mm-hmm. the only way he could have handled it better is just kick them out of the house right then and there and then give the kid the gift without opening it in front of the of the nephew. That's yeah, the only other way I could Yeah, instead of being like a little bit, you know, vindictive about it, which uh, in the moment you're not going to think about that, right? But that's the only no. way I could see it of of it being like handled in a way that if you care about maintaining the relationship, which at that point it seems like you know he was at his end. <laughs> yeah, it's, I agree. I, I thought that, that that's how I, like the whole time I was thinking like I knew once they said they broke it, I'm like, oh, okay, he's definitely going to give. Like that's why he's giving the console to him. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. thought it was going to end with him like giving it to him later and just not giving his son not giving the gift to his nephew, but doing it in front of him was, that's classic. That's kind of like when like you, you you like wreck something in a hotel or something like that. And they got your credit card. They're like, go go ahead, buddy. Dude. All right. Thank you for this anecdote because I, I just came back from a trip and where in which I stayed in a hotel. Mm. Now I haven't been in a hotel since before COVID. Right. It's been it's it's since the before times. Right. It's been a long while. When was the last time Mm -hmm. you guys stayed in a hotel? I just want to get like a base before I expound on this story. Not long. Hotel. Yeah. Or are we counting Airbnbs or are we talking about like official hotels? I'm not. I'm not. Airbnbs do not count. Okay. Um, It's probably been like six years. Six years. Okay. Chris. I've I've, I've been in one pretty recently. Okay. Stefano, yes, do you sir. remember? In, so six years ago, right? You would you would get into the hotel, you check in, you put all your stuff away. You're tired from the drive from the trip. 
there's something that you would do in the hotel room that everyone does. A lot of people say they don't, but everyone did it. You would raid the washroom and you would take whatever wasn't nailed down. <laughs> I used it at the end of my trip, but yes. Yeah, but you that was something we all did, right? We would take a little little bars of soap, little conditioner bottles, right? Take a mm-hmm. towel or two, right? Take a robe, right? Lamp, right? Whatever, whatever you could fit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I would I when I went to the hotel, right? They had signs laminated on the wall of an inventory of everything that was in the washroom. Wow. And and a cost association that would be charged to your card if that if anything was missing. Wow. On top of that, there were no, there was no little bars of soap, no little bottles of conditioner. Instead, what they had like in the shower were like those little hand pump sanitizers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was nothing. So I had to get, I had to go across the street. Oh my God. I just had an ad pop up in my ear and it won't (laughs) stop. I'm freaking the fuck out, dude. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I got so scared. All right. Anyway, I, in order, in order for me to, you know, I'm not going to say steal, but I had to go to the no frills. I bought empty jars and I just like pumped them. Pumped into the jars and put them in my bag. Yeah, really, you really committed to the, the, the thievery. <laughs> it's not thievery, dude. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, the way I'm looking at it, they have these warning signs being like, hey, if you take this towel, we're going to charge you $37. I'm like, all right, I'm taking your shampoo, bitch. I don't care that I don't. Look at me. Do I look like someone who currently needs shampoo? No, I took it out of spite. <laughs> It's important for your it was, skincare. It was wild. That's true. Yeah. As long as it has zinc. If it has zinc, you're you're in the clear. <laughs> anyway, I don't know, man. I was, when did everybody become so, you know, so uh so cheap? COVID? COVID was hard on hotels, man. Is that what it was? Yeah, they lost a lot of money. I mean well, they could have gonna... advertised a little bit better, lock <laughs> people up in there, right? And I was gonna say pull themselves um... up by the bootstraps. Regarding the the am I the asshole thing, like I love my nephews. Mm. Um, you know, I've I've been there in their lives since day one, and like I love them to death. But if those little bastards were to throw down <laughs> a four hundred dollar uh thing yeah. that I bought for my own child, I'd be hanging them from the ankles and uh forcing them and my like my brother to be forking yeah. up four hundred dollars cash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any any form of property damage immediately i'm like all right so this is how it's going to work you either reimburse me for the price and i'm i'm going to tell you how much it is it'll be more than what i paid but you're going to pay it or you get out you know well, and it's, it's, it's only purposeful property damage if you like were like they were fucking around and like they put a yes, hole in the wall yes that's chill hey it happens man if it was an, yeah, if they like, were playing like Mario Party and like you know they just ripped through like a hole in their palm and like you know freaked out and something and it was an accident, absolutely, it sucks. Yeah. But accidents happens. But if it was like purposeful, vindictive actions against someone's item, be just because I don't know you want it or you're jealous that they have it, that's a whole mm-hmm. other story. Man, it'd be a fist fight with the Fontana voice. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So here's so, uh, here's a here's the top comment, okay? Okay, let's see what we uh, got. It, so this whole thread was decided that they are not the asshole. Uh, Good. So this one says, uh, "You're not the asshole. Your sister's terrible parenting ruined her kid's Christmas. Your nephew's jealousy ruined his own Christmas." 
It's entirely possible that your sister has spun a lie to the extended family, so be sure that the flying monkeys have been mm. have the full story in, in your responses to them. Uh, com- and then this is in quotes. What part of my nephew deliberately smashing my son's console, telling us that he's seen it done online and then insulting the gaming system is acceptable in your eyes? How is my sister refusing to take responsibility for the damage or disciplining her son acceptable in your eyes? I bought two consoles. My nephew deliberately smashed one. I won't yeah. be buying a third. If you think that sort of behavior deserves to be rewarded, feel free to buy a console for nephew yourself. Yeah. We didn't even touch upon the fact that the reason why the kid did it was because he saw a YouTube video about it. Yeah, also stupid. Yeah, incredibly stupid. But also it does show there's a lot of stupid shit that people do on social media and kids are watching it and being like, oh, yeah, we we could do that. Uh, Something similar is that there was like a popular trend on TikTok of people cutting open their Funko Pops and like (laughs) cutting open the head. And then they would like edit it. So like there's like a little toy inside. So kids mm-hmm. were like just smashing open their like Funko Pops and being like, "There's nothing in here. Where is everything?" It yeah. was, it was, I don't know, man. It's wild. Uh, it's, it just the, seems like a less in, intense version of like when people were chucking back Tide Pods. No, this so is here's, this is here's the, the fucking uh, house hippos, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Here's the second highest rated comment. Uh, you're not the <laughs> asshole. Your sister just disrespected you and your child and doesn't care enough to discipline her own. Her son will grow up to be an entitled jerk. You did nothing wrong. You just taught them a lesson. And I hope that they learn. And then in, in brackets, they probably won't, though. Mm. Uh, to which the OP replied, my nephew isn't a terrible kid all the time. But he <laughs> does have some serious rage issues. My sister refuses to listen to reason and won't get him help. The school board tried to even step in. But now she just decided to homeschool him instead. So like, oh, I think this, this kid has, <laughs> has uh, doomed from the beginning. So, yeah. First of all, what a, cla- a- what a class act. This guy's still defending this kid. I'd be like, fuck that guy. He's up the river. <laughs> I don't care. I, I believe I'm, a, I'm, a, huge, female. I'm, oh, a, I'm a huge fan of uh, I'm a huge fan of the, the, you know, the punishment fitting the crime. You know, I think that was I think it was handled. I think it was handled the best way possible in the moment. And honestly, mm-hmm. I, I do not think OP is an asshole at all not even yeah, yeah. not even like one percent like yeah. normally like it's like kind of like a gray area like oh well you know no 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 yeah yeah <laughs> fuck that kid I, I, I think <laughs> i think you said it best uh fuck around and find out that's right. yeah that's yeah great. exactly <laughs> but honestly right. best, case, best case scenario is this kid realizes like oh wait that's like immediate consequence action like oh I yes this thing yeah. my thing is gone now it might be, it, yeah. it's a teachable moment, right? It, yeah, yeah, if you, you did bad, bad thing happened to you, right? And mm-hmm. hopefully that gets internalized and, you know, they realize, oh, my, my actions have consequences. Uh, but, you know, what usually happens is that it's like, oh, every, the world is out to get me. I will now become the victim. That's right. You just, just, just got to hope it happen, doesn't happen. They don't have to learn it like at a bar or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so. <laughs> All right. Well, with uh, with that, thank you, Chris. That was that was a great one, actually. That was a very good one. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah, was a, that was a lot better than the one I found yesterday. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, yesterday was good too. Well, at least mm. at least this one focused more on uh, actual gaming than just yeah, yeah. My yeah. wife sucks at cooking. 
So I'm going to go play games. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's move on to the news section of the show. Boom News Stinger. Stadia's back, boys and girls. That's right. Well, not really, because Stadia's pivot to cloud to uh, being an exclusive cloud service has officially been shut down. Poor Google Stadia. (laughs) The service seemed like a slow motion train wreck. From the moment it started, the service's launch, life, and death played out exactly how, uh, how the nobody trusts Google naysayers would have predicted. But we were all forced to go through the motions anyway. When Google killed the service, the narrative from the company was that Stadia's technology would live on in Google Cloud. But according to Stefan Totilo of Axios, even Stadia's white-label game streaming service is now officially dead. Stadia was... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's there's some Stoidenfrews brewing in this one with me and Chris. Mm-hmm. Stadia was supposed to be Google's big foray into AAA gaming with a cloud-based game console that actually has no console. The console mm-hmm. was the data center, and it streamed the video game directly to you, just like a YouTube video. The service launched in November of 2019 to sales that were much lower than Google expected, and manufacturing data on the boxes suggests that the company never sold out of the initial run of controllers. Oh, no. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, The first sign that Google was getting sick of its gaming experiment came 14 months in when it shut down Mm -hmm. Stadia's only first-party studio, relegating the service to third-party ports only. Two years in, the news broke that Stadia would be deprioritized and pivot to a white-label streaming service. Later, Google confirmed that it was salvaging the service as a new Google Cloud offering called Immersive Streams for Games, or ISFG. Sounds like a disease. Yeah. Well, you know, Google, they're not really that good at naming things, you know? This meant that Google could resell Stadia's technology to various companies, allowing them to offer game streaming on their own platforms without any Google branding. Now, this is a normal thing for Google Cloud, which offers a ton of cloud services to companies like Apple, uh, and you'll never see a Google logo. So, you know, they have this uh, business model already built into themselves. Immersive Games saw three main customers. AT&T offered Batman Arkham Knight to its subscribers. Peloton launched a biking game called Lane Break on its exercise bikes. And Capcom launched Resident Evil Village demo on the web. Uh, When Stadia shutdown was formally announced, Stadia VP and general manager Phil Harrison made a big deal of a a continuation of Stadia's technology, with even the title being called A Message About Stadia and and Our Long-Term Streaming Strategy. Well, doesn't matter, because as of right now, Stadia is 100% completely dead in the water. water. Yeah. All of that gaming stuff seems to have been killed, and all the immersive streams for games partners have shut down their projects. AT&T's Batman Link now redirects to a free trial for another cloud gaming service. Uh, GeForce, GeForce Now, while the Resident Evil Link, just 404s. There's, like, there's nothing there at all. Wow. The only surviving immersive stream mentioned on the Google Cloud site is the immersive stream for XR, which renders an augmented reality view of the cloud. 
rather than the do anything Linux boxes of Google Stadia, this is the limited to Unreal Engine. Google's immersive stream for XR examples include one education scenario and a bunch of advertisings for cases, like walking around a new BMW or testing kitchen renovations. Like, mm. so with all that, the story of Google Stadia is now officially over. Yeah. We're done, boys. This is very disappointing. Who is it? Who didn't see this coming? What? Google. I should say, like, <clears throat> I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> I think they saw it coming. <laughs> you know what? Like, honestly, like if you think about it, this launched in 2019. That's 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 a prime timeline to to start a new project like this, right? Because like a few months later, boom, everybody stay home. What are we gonna do? Well, play some video games. But like, it no, just it just it just didn't work, man. And honestly, I I think the reason why is that. Who is the market for this? People that play video games? I already I already got what I need. So thank you, Google. I don't even know if it's that. I think like the problem is it had no games. All of the games yeah. that came to it are old. Yeah. It was yeah. the Wii U issue. Yeah. Like I'm like, what? The only game that was good on it was Cyberpunk because it they couldn't play anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like, well they, like, had, they had Cyberpunk, they had Red Dead 2, and they had Destiny. They had but, a, and they had uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but the other but the other problem yeah. was is you had to go and buy all the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I I I just think that it's just there's no market for something like this. Because when I, when I said it was disappointing, it's not so much that I, it, it, the cloud thing is disappointing because like I give a fuck about cloud gaming. I don't do that either. I I think that Google could have put out a good product. They have good product like. Like yeah. physical product designers, like their phones are cool looking. Their you know their UI is yeah, yeah, pretty cool sometimes, and and I think they could have put out something cool, and they had the money to do it, and they were like, well, let's do cloud because like less commitment, and it's 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 uh, like a buzz thing right now. Um, and, then, and then Microsoft was like, big dick swinging puzzle. Azure is like, no worries about it. We got it with Xbox Cloud Gaming, and Nvidia is like, we make you know we understand games better than you, so. We're gonna do it better than you are, and Google's like standing there with their dick in their hand, having no idea what to do. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think that's what it really comes down to. I think the the execution of it was just flawed from the beginning. There there wasn't anything of substance that actually made the average person. I mean, the average person, right? We're ignoring people that play video games in this equation because for whatever reason, they're not the they're not the ones that we want to be going after. But the average person who doesn't have a, a PlayStation, an Xbox, or a Nintendo to walk into Best Buy and see Google Stadia and be like, oh, well, we'll play that. We could, we could use that for the video games. And then, like, what are they going to do? Their first game ever is they're just going to jump right into Destiny 2, you know? Like, it's just... <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know, man. It's just... And then, conversely, on the other side of that coin, the people that do have... You know, are they going to drop? They're going to be like, oh, maybe I'm not going to get the PS5. Let me get the Google Stadia. That's where the future is. Like, I don't know, man. It just seems like it just seems like they didn't know who they wanted to actually buy this thing. It was a half commitment. Yeah, it was a half commitment. Well, they were they like, put a couple yeah, good years gamers, of development into it. Gamers, come buy this. You don't need a console to play this. Like, yeah, but like, it will run better. Yeah, I, I don't need a console to play this, but that's that's not what I want. You know, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe there is 
a, a realm where Stadia or a Stadia analog is successful, I just don't think that time is right now. I hate to say yeah. it, but I think if something like this were to be a success, it's going to be within the next couple of years. I think we're like 10 years out. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, once once the big three drop physical hardware and everything is digital, you know, then then so far out. No, I think it's within the next 10 years. I think it's within the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I mean, like, like, look at this. The Sony and Microsoft both have a digital only system. Oh, you don't mean streaming. You just mean digital, like not a physical box. Nobody wants to sell anything anymore. That, sure. That's what it's. That's the future of. That's the future of uh, capitalism, dude. Where nobody wants to give anything. It's all subscription services. It's all things that don't have to sit on a shelf. It's stuff that's immediately brought to you and taken away when your subscription runs out. That's what everybody yeah. wants. Sure, you know? but I do. I do think you still download it. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I think we're at least ten years out from like full on quality streaming online play. Like, yeah, yeah. That, there's there's so many hurdles in the way between reality and like what that will look like. Right. The, world, the biggest too, issue like, right now. Yeah, the biggest issue right now is that you're going to need some really good goddamn internet to pull that off. Like seventy yeah, percent of the world seriously. isn't even close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not more than the ninety percent of the world probably isn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. So I don't know, man. Uh, R.I.P. Google Stadia again. This is, the, this, this is the second time we've reported on the death of Google Stadia, but hopefully this time it stays dead. And uh, you know, we'll uh, hey, we'll see what the future of cloud-based gaming, uh, you know, where that leads us. But until uh, then, let's talk about. It's already dead. It's already <laughs> dead. Let's talk about something else that I guess isn't better, but it's different. Boom Stinger. All right, Stefano, I believe you have a little story for us. I do. The story comes from gamesindustry.biz, and mm. it's kind of a sad one, to be honest. Friends of the show. Yeah, absolutely. We report on them so often, you'd think yeah. that <laughs> but we get some kind of... Uh, <laughs> we don't. Um, so Dynasty Loop, uh, Montreal-based video game studio staff, reportedly owed owe $2 million in missed payments. A lot of money, Ooh, guys. Ouch. Around 20 workers said they're also locked out of the Montreal studio, but have been told they are not laid off. That oh, wow. Suspect. Montreal-based indie, Montreal-based indie Dynasty Loop has been accused of staff mis, uh, accused by staff of missing months of paychecks with uncertainty around whether the affected workers are still employed. Oh, wow. <laughs> Polygon, sounds like Twitter. Um, Polygon reports the studio owes around 20 workers and external contractors more than $2 million in missed payments, including bonuses and expenses, according to multiple people affected by the situation. The site sources also report that they were asked to return their work equipment and have been denied access to the company office space. <laughs> wow. Dynasty Loop has reportedly told workers that they have not been laid off, but there is no indication of what they, wh- when they can expect repayment or additional work to do. Yeah, the studio was founded in 2020 and is led by CEO Rania Uzlati. Is working on a mixture of unannounced video games and NFT projects. Ooh, that's your first mistake. Yeah, that's and that's kind of the red flag right there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you should have known better. Um, the payment issues began to arise late last year when Uzlati and management told the staff that November payments would be delayed while the company changed its financial software. <laughs> um, <laughs> most, I'm, I'm laughing because like. 
that's sad. The, like, the I, absurdity I, of it, yeah, right? Yeah, just, these are Look, real people's lives. Stefano, I'm just we'll just get ahead on this now, right? We've reported on numerous instances of people in the gaming industry getting completely screwed over in horrible nightmare situations. I want to uh-huh. make it clear. We're not, we're not making fun of those people and their situations. We're making fun of the absurdity of it. Yeah. Like how is yes. this possible? Well, yeah. Yeah. Our heart of course goes out to these 20 workers that 2 million in missed payments. That's a hundred grand per person. Give yeah, or take. That's, that's like for some people, that's a year's salary. So for some people that's two years salary. That's insane. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. <laughs> Completely ridiculous so then most employees were not were then not paid until january and had to rely on savings to get through the holiday period according Jesus. to polygon sources no one has yeah. been paid since so they, so they from november to january they received one payment and then they have not been paid from january till now yeah <laughs> uh, management told staff in late february that they needed to return all equipment to the office but said this was not a layoff so were they selling the equipment for like liquid cash like what Staff the minute, later, the minute you're like your company's like, hey, I need you to return all the company, uh, all the equipment that you uh get from us. I'd be like, no, <laughs> like this is my paycheck <laughs> until you give me money. <laughs> I'll be honest. I would the moment I was a month late on my bill, I would have been like, resumes are out, and I'm not staying here. Like there was like, yeah, this this, like, this uh, computer's closed that you until I get it. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> this sounds like my monthly payment. This is three thousand dollars. This is mine yeah. now. <laughs> Like, um, um, anyway, yeah, I agreed 100%. Um, management told staff late in February they needed to be yeah, yeah, so Staff were later told that the company's funds have been flagged by the Canadian government and frozen indefinitely, with management wow. claiming the reason was connected to Uzalati's immigration status. I don't believe that. That sounds like sus. Oh, my God. Um, also in late February, management proposed a lien agreement between Uzlati and staff that promised staff who signed would get paid when the funds were available, but that staff uh-huh. would wait up to six months before taking legal action or filing complaints with Montreal's Commission on Workplace Standards, Fairness, and Health and Safety. Staff were given two days to sign the agreement, but on March 7th, it emerged that the lien agreement would not be registered, and all those who signed were released from the deal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uzlati is reportedly no longer speaking directly to staff, instead referring them to her lawyer. Yeah. Ooh. When Polygon reached out to Zlotti for comment, the publication was also directed to the lawyer who has yet to respond. Yeah. That's yeah, this is uh so this is some um, I mean again, my heart goes out to these employees that are just getting screwed over and it sounds like they're not going to be getting paid. Um but I mm-hmm. I don't know. I look, I'm not here to speculate on the financial situations of people that I don't know about. But the second, there was a red flag in this article, Stefano. Mm-hmm. NFT projects. Yeah, that was a yep. mistake. Like, I, look, I'm, I don't know anything about anything, but if I were to make a guess, I'd be willing to bet that that might have something to do with the fact that they're $2 million in the hole. <laughs> you want to you bet that this person was involved in some way in that, like, that NFT scandal that's going on right now? Oh, oh! You know what? Maybe. Well, when did that happen? That was that's recent, right? This is dating back to at least uh, the end of last year. You're right, November. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it it could be right. I know. Look, I do know that the NFT uh, market in general isn't doing too well right now, nor is the crypto market right now uh, doing too hot. So, I don't think many markets are too hot. Who could have guessed? 
that the about? thing that was unfettered and uncontrolled would do poorly in the state of economic uncertainty. Who could have thought yeah. that would happen? Oh, who who would have guessed? Who would who would have guessed it? You know, it's interesting. Right now, I'm actually uh, I'm on the Dynasty Loop LinkedIn account. They yes, got sir. there's all oh, yeah there's all 19 of their current employees uh, about us. The gaming industry is changing. And here at Dynasty Loop, we want to jump in on that adventure by emerging the future, by embracing the future with new technology. We aim to provide a unique gaming experience with the development of complementary NFTs and through an ever-expanding metaverse. While they're hitting all mm. the keywords. Yeah. So uh, that's I think it's going great, dude. They specialize in video game development, metaverse, uh, 3D designs, programming, script writing, video games, gaming, NFTs, and development. Uh, unfortunately, their feedback does not look too positive right now. So we'll. Uh, I wonder why. Keep you posted on that. <laughs> well, their team looks so nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm man. On their I, website now. I feel. Uh, I feel bad. I. I hope that these people get paid. Um, it doesn't seem like they will, though, man. It it, it honestly looks not like whatever like happened here. It looks like they've just bled out completely. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's in connection with you know the the failing of NFT projects in general, or if it really is something to do with like Uzlati and you know their immigration status, I don't know enough about anything to comment about that. But I don't know, man. Here's this is what we got right now. I've never mm-hmm. heard of somebody's funds getting held up because immigration status. Yeah, unless they're doing something sus. Well, yeah, I don't know. So you know. This is definitely one of those situations where there is a lot more going on behind the veil than we have access to right now. You know, especially if she's 100%. like, don't, don't, "Can't talk to me. Talk to my lawyer." Yeah, if she's immediately being like, "Don't talk to me," I, you might not even technically work for me anymore. But just in case, go talk to my lawyer. I don't know the situation in which that we're currently in. You know, this actually reminds me of something. No, can't do it. Did you hear? There's this is wild, right? So I, I, I know you brought up Twitter as like a comparison of like everything just falling apart. But there was somebody who was hired in Twitter in a managerial position right before Elon took over. Mm-hmm. And before they were signed on, they are, they're on the payroll. But like, you know, they were going to be taught what it is that they were supposed to do from that point on. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that when Elon took over, like this, the four departments and all the managers directly above them were completely gutted and removed. Mm-hmm. This person has been collecting a paycheck for over a year now. They get paid $160,000 a year. Okay. They have, they're not doing anything right now. Oh my God. <laughs> they have absolutely zero responsibilities. There is nothing scheduled for them to do. They are a registered employee of Twitter. And I'm pretty sure that if they keep talking out, Elon's going to have them killed. You got to be careful. Stop. Stop talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Is, is this the guy just, that, that's, um, is it quadriplegic or something like that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, because like he kind of, I think he sold, he, he started a company that was bought out by Twitter. Yes. And then yes, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. He was, and then as part of his term agreement is that he would have employment for selling his original company. Elon fired him 
which then yeah. had a, a a situation in his contract was like, all right, if I get fired, like I need a hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's like an insane amount of money that he gets paid, and and basically this guy's been like shitting on Elon, being like, yeah, I just spent the weekend in bed with my wife. It's you know good time. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, Elon was a giant dickhead to this poor quadriplegic man. Oh, like, just started trying to roast him on Twitter, and then had to apologize. Like, just kidding. Um, definitely from got an email about a lawyer for my lawyer to say I should stop. Yeah. The last thing that I heard from that in in that in that story was like Elon's like, all right, let's talk. You know, we don't we don't have to do anything though. You know, either of us are going to regret here. Yeah. Let's, let's not do anything uh, hasty. Let's have a quick zoom. You know, we'll, we'll hash this. Listen, out. How about I send my private jet to come pick you up? You can come down. Yeah. It's totally wheelchair friendly. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a what a world we're living in, man. God, he's the he's the worst. I don't know. I was like, I, I, let's let's just talk about Pokemon. I agree. Yeah. Let's talk about right. So last week we had a little bit of a uh, boom stinger. So last week we had a little bit of a weird situation here. I, I kept the cadence. That's right. I have mm-hmm. I have incredible pitch in my tone. I can recreate. Any cadence in my voice. That's besides the point. So last week, we had a, a, a little situation here at the Let's Get Gaming podcast. Some of you might have noticed that there was no episode. We recorded an episode. For whatever reason, due to technical limitations or issues, that episode is now lost to time. Mm-hmm. In that episode, we talked about the Pokemon Present that took place in February. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, that's gone. Maybe we'll be able to recover it at some point and we'll publish it as a lost episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. But we felt like we were doing a disservice to our lovely audience members here if we didn't actually talk about the Pokemon Presents and everything that it encapsulated. And now Stefano has had a little bit more time to digest everything that was released and he is coming in hot with the hot takes. Uh, so, Chris, without further ado, I'll hand it over the, over to you. Mm-hmm. Let's get this started. So, I actually made a joke about the previous episode that uh, if we get enough interaction with it, that I will uh, take the two tracks of audio and I will improvise a script of what <laughs> what you might have been saying since it was your audio track that disappeared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, honestly yeah. man we should just release it without me it's people reacting it's so it, it's so good it'll just be stefano and and pasquale sitting in going at for it. like for like 15 minutes at a time and then just going yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can make that work <laughs> So yeah, so so the Pokemon event happened on the 27th of February, and with that, we got our uh, live stream event uh, that happened, and everything that came through with that, uh, kind of like a little bit of updates of like what's going on in the Pokemon universe. So to to be kind of brief with everything, uh, the Pokemon 2023 World Championships are going to take place this year, August 11th to 13th in uh, Japan for the first time. Uh, and yeah. that'll take place at the Pacifico uh, Yokohama. Um, and then they released like the official artwork that goes with it because every year they have uh, unique artwork that goes with every championship. So that was that was like the big reveal for that one. 
the next thing they revealed was Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC expansion pass, and that is for the part one and part two. So part yeah. one being the hidden treasures of Area Zero, and uh, you will be able to get uh, special bonuses for pre-ordering, including new uniforms and a uh, Hisuian Zoroark uh, code. Um, yeah, I I want to talk about this because this this is this was the big thing, right? This is how they ended the presentation. This is how they yeah. this this was the dropping of the the New Year's ball. I I am so incredibly infuriated at the state of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, mm-hmm. a game that is borderline unplayable. Mm-hmm. And instead of doing anything to fix it, they're charging $40 for DLC. Yeah. Of DLC that, if I were to have to take a guess, is going to be completely broken and borderline unplayable. Probably. But it, it won't matter. It won't matter because it'll sell trillions of copies. Are you going to buy it? I'm yeah. I'm going to buy it. Of course, I'm going to buy it. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't. I, and that's we talked about this when we were having our Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, special episode, where it's like I feel like I'm a high-end food critic who is just eating McDonald's. Like, I know there's better options out there. I know it's not good for me. I know it's mm-hmm. shit, but here we are, and I just keep coming back for it. Is yeah. it FOMO? FOMO? You think it's Maybe. FOMO? I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. I'm asking. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's FOMO. I, I think at this point, I... FOMO elements. I don't know, man. Maybe I may I, like, do I feel like I'm missing out if I don't get a Pokemon game? Not really. It's just that... I've been playing these games since I was an, a literal child. You know, it's it's just become tradition at this point where it's like new Pokemon game comes out. All right, let's go pick it up at midnight. Let's pop that bad boy in and let's, you know, let's go take on the Elite Four. It's gotten I to the point where like, it's it's just a part of who I am. 26 years of a relationship. You just don't want to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're in an abusive relationship with someone for 20, 27 years. Eventually, you're going to be like, oh, man, maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> what was that? I'm, um, am I the asshole we, we saw where the girl stays with the dude who she actually, like, Loki hates? Yeah. doesn't want to play video games with it all, I guess. That was the one that, from the last episode, and it was a good one, damn it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, nobody knows what you're talking about because yeah. it's loss of the annals of time. Sorry, That's guys. Right. No, whatever. Yeah, anyway. We also got a new Netflix exclusive show called the Pokemon Concierge uh, that yes. is in development. It's going to be like a stop motion uh, uh, show. So that's kind of interesting. I, I didn't think I, it looked anything special, but. No, it, it doesn't look anything special, but I, I like that Pokemon is, is, you know, trying something new, trying something mm-hmm. different. And, uh, you know, hey, Netflix is a, a good home for it, too. So. We'll see how it plays out. I I think it looks interesting enough where I'll I'll watch an episode. You know, I'll give it I'll give it a shot. It looks pretty. Maybe I'll show yeah. it to my kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also got a preview for the Pokemon Trading Card Classic Collection, uh, which looks great, but it kind of feels like it's kind of going with like the lines of uh, the Wizards of the Coast Magic: The Gathering re-release of like all the expensive cards where. Mm. uh you know it's a it's a premium set it's supposed to be geared towards like high end but at the same time 
brings no real value, I guess. You know, it's interesting, too, because like this is like one of the first TCG collection sets that looks like it's actually aimed at people that actually play the game. Yes. Like this, there's like premium stuff here for people that play the game. Cause I swear to God, like 90% of people that talk about Pokemon cards are just collecting them and have no idea how to play. Oh, 100%. I've literally never once played that game. Yeah. Nobody knows how to play it. Even at official tournaments, they're lying to you. They don't know <laughs> right. what to do. Me and my brothers made up rules and we tried to play them and we made our own gym badges out of mm. like random bullshit. And that was a yeah, lot of fun. Nice. But I don't think that they. I don't think we were playing by the real rules. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I did. I did a similar similar thing in the, in the Dewey years of of nineteen ninety nine when Yu Gi Oh came out. Everyone was playing Yu Gi Oh on the schoolyard. None of us knew how to play that goddamn game. We were just chucking blue eyes at each other. I played that go. game by the rules, but I always hated playing it because you wanted to play like the show. Like I wanted to fucking play Exodia. Impossible yeah. in the real game to play Exodia. You never get that. Never that never works. <laughs> Wait, all you gotta you do is pull five specific cards you didn't believe in the heart of the cards that was your yeah, problem yeah you didn't believe in the heart of cards man yeah uh, <laughs> uh we also got an announcement for the new pokemon app called pokemon sleep and following with that with the pokemon plus plus uh i don't know why they couldn't come up with a better name. name for that one but uh, uh that'll be coming out to, this summer well, to clarify it's not the Pokemon Plus Plus. It's the Pokemon Plus and then the plus symbol. That's right. That is the official name. Pokemon Googling plus, this thing P-L-U-S is a fucking nightmare. Plus. Yes. Is there something else called Pokemon Plus? Yes. Yeah, so you can get a Pokemon Plus. That was like the Pokemon Go... Um, like it was a little, little bracelet. Watch band bracelet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. That allows you to, to use like Pokeballs. Kind of like the Pokemon Go pokeball uh that oh, came out for let's go guy. eevee yeah that's yeah. the one that came out for uh let's go eevee and let's go pikachu what about little circle but, guy that came out like 15 years ago that's the poke walker that came that's out a poke walker heart gold silver um heart gold soul silver remix yeah 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 that's a good memory yeah but this um, this pokemon plus plus it's more of like a little carry on emblem because it's supposed to also interact with pokemon sleep yeah but the only thing that's nice about this is that it allows you to then use it in pokemon go to use great balls and ultra balls which that's massive that's like a huge change up yeah big change up um big pokemon scarlet and violet terror raids for iron leaves and waking uh walking wake uh which is happening until uh two days from now uh so that was from the 27th to the 12th of march um so if you haven't got that already i i would hurry up because uh you're you got about a day left you're running out of time baby yeah chris how do you feel about these new paradox pokemon i they're whatever really i I, I don't i i don't know i think i think walking wake looks awesome iron leaves is trash i think all of the the violet paradox pokemon are are sucky yeah they're lazy. They're just yeah. Robots. They just went with they did, they went with the poor design style for and, them, and, and they're all just they're iron blank, like iron second second name. Yeah. At least at least all the uh the scarlet ones have like interesting names. You got like walking wake. You have 
um sandy um shocks sandy have, shocks yeah scream tail like, flutter mane yeah like they have interesting names and then everything for violet is like iron fist iron yeah. leaves iron well, spike you know what i mean it's like it's very it's all... reflective of of our current society you know in the past we were creative we were happy in the future capitalism baby efficiency that's it that's, it. that's all it is um also coming that is available now uh pokemon go players so uh basically just me at this point uh you can now find uh <laughs> roaming form gimme ghouls by connecting your pokemon go to your scarlet and violet games uh and by doing this you can actually send postcards from your pokemon go to scarlet and violet which allows you to collect different versions of pavilion in your pokemon mm, yeah. go uh, uh from from pokemon go into your pokemon scarlet and violet game yeah i was surprised by that 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 was an addition that i didn't really see coming and and, and i'm surprised that the uh I, this is like quite a bit of interaction between pokemon scarlet and violet and pokemon go like it's a I, lot I more than what they've been done in, doing in the past yeah i think it's a good fit to kind of make sense uh the only problem is like most people uh i only have a lot of friends that are either local or from japan for some reason yeah so yeah you got to get on those on those subreddits, man. You could just find people from every region, fill out your pavilion decks and, you know. Yeah. You get to go. Um the next thing was Pokemon Unite has now added and for, for some reason I didn't know that I, I was saying this Pokemon's name wrong for the longest time. Uh Zacian, not Zacian. Uh so <laughs> you can now get Zacian from your Pokemon roster into Pokemon Unite. So if anyone's mm. still playing that, uh, there you go. Uh, Pokemon Cafe Remix has now introduces Sprigatado, Fricoco, and Quaxley. And finally, Pokemon Masters EX players can now collect 3,000 gems because of it being Pokemon Day. That's, that's about it. That's it, man. There we go. Not bad for the champagne anniversary of, of Pokemon, 27 years. Uh, I think it could have been a little more interesting, but, um, you know. I've Honestly, I feel like Pokemon is fully transitioning into a lifestyle brand at this point, especially with like stuff like Pokemon Sleep and stuff like that. Did you guys, I mean, I, I know the answer is no, mm -hmm. but did you guys do the weird Pokemon app that was like for brushing your teeth? No. Years ago. Years no. ago there was like a weird thing where it's like Pokemon brush their teeth with you. And it's, it's meant for children to like teach mm -hmm. them how to properly brush their teeth. So they don't brush them for too long or not long enough or stuff like that. Like, I feel like that was, I think it was called Pokemon smile or something like that. Yeah. I think that that sounds right. Like stuff like that. We're seeing more and more of it of like just general things that also happen to have Pokemon in it. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the future that the Pokemon company is pushing for, where it's like, this is a lifestyle brand now. And there's well, stuff like, for, even if you don't want to play the games, there's stuff for you with Pokemon. We were kind of just like, who is Pokemon Sleep really like geared towards? Because Pokemon I, Go players, as, yeah. as a 30-year-old man, 30-plus-year-old man, do not need Pikachu singing me a lullaby to go to sleep. You don't? No. Well, why don't you? Yeah. Who do you uh, have? Well, you can get other Pokemon that sing you lullabies if you sleep enough. 
Yeah, that's, that's great and all, but like I, uh, <laughs> I am one of those people that I put my head down, I close my eyes, and I go to sleep. I don't need any anything singing me a, a pretend. Uh, see, I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm very jealous of that. I I need to work on actually sleeping more. You know, maybe maybe um, I could try Pokemon Sleep. Apparently, it after you use it a while, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus, it it synchronizes your sleep style and assigns you Pokemon of a similar sleep style. Mm. so i mean i just i just want to know like the future why why does pokemon (laughs) need me why does pokemon need me to think about pokemon while i'm sleeping uh when i wake up like is it like you're not thinking about pokemon enough think about pokemon while you sleep think about pokemon the second you wake up go play pokemon go as soon as you get up then think about going to bed and thinking about pokemon chris i'm going to blow your mind right now this company actually just wants your money What's the what's the best way of getting your money? Making sure you only think about them and no one else. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's my toxic relationship with Pokemon. You, you go to bed, you think of Pokemon. You wake up, time to play Pokemon Go. All right, good. That's now great. you've been playing Pokemon Go all day. Bet you're pretty tired. Time to go to bed. Oh, but wait, here's Pikachu. You know, it's just it's just how it is, man. It's the future of. I'm telling you. This episode, the underlying theme is that we are descending rapidly into a capitalistic nightmare. Mm-hmm. And I want to get off this ride. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, that was Pokemon uh, Pokemon Day 2023. You know what's a better day than Pokemon Day? What's that? Mario Day. Hey! hey oh, that's hey, right. Happy Mario happy Day. Happy Mario Day. We got, I got a quick little story about Mario Day, if, if you guys are interested. 100%. Yeah, sure. All right, well. Get ready to hear this. Boom Stinger. It's here. The official boot of Super Mario Bros. plumbing. Using legacy methods and innovative materials, Red Wing's skilled craftspeople have brought some of the magic of the Mushroom Kingdom to real life. Mario's boots are expertly crafted from Red Wing leather and a reinforced toe box and rounded heel. And most importantly, the heel pad is made with the state-of-the-art mushroom-infused materials celebrating Mario's signature abilities. Mm. So, for those of you who might be uninitiated, Red Wing Shoes has released uh, a very incredibly detailed and well-made photo or video of them creating Mario's iconic shoes from the Super Mario Bros. movie that will be coming in theaters next month. If you haven't checked this out, check it out because it's one of those wild things where like you really just got to see them. Now, unfortunately, these are not available for sale. This is just strictly a promotional item. Um, but I would, I would wear them. I would wear them. I'd, I'd rock them. They're very faithful uh, to the, the source yeah. material if i had to say anything about them straight up if you were to show me these and be like what do you think of these i'd be like those are some video game ass looking shoes right but i mean that is that is a rounded foot i'm i'm not a fan of anything in real life that makes me think in depth about video game character anatomy but i'm looking at this and i'm like how does mario's foot work because those are going to be some big toes. This isn't even that bad. Have you seen the red boot one? That like red boot that's like people are actually wearing on the fashion runways. No. If you're asking me anything about current fashion trends, the answer is absolutely going to be no, Stefano. Hold on one second. Let me find okay, it. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. You pull them up. 
I'll get chat GPT to generate another breaking news article right here. There you go. <laughs> I already got it. Keep the sh- oh, never mind. We're good. Look at these things. Oh, you're, you're sending it in the chat instead of, you know, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, these are the Astro Boy boots. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. The most meme-worthy shoe of 2023 has arrived, and as usual, the internet has some thoughts. On February 16th, the MSCHF Big Red Boot is dropping, and it's a big, bright, and bold, retailing at $350. That's it? These oversized boots call to mind several cartoon characters that Twitter couldn't wait to point out, not to mention a few glaring styling complications. Dude, honestly, man, this is kind of one of those things where, like, I would wear them, too. They, they, well, they look one for one like Astro Boy's boots. Did you see the, the Jimmy Choo um, Sailor Moon boots? No, no, no I have not. Oh, my this, God. Although, I, of, course I, you, of course you know about this. I, yeah, I have no idea I how there's... This. I know about this because of Alice, right? So, yeah, of course, absolutely. Uh, why, why are there so many shoe-based relative uh, news outbreaks right now? What's going on with this? Well, Sailor Moon's in like a like a huge resurgence because it's like a huge anniversary thing, and mm. just like people are going crazy. That's so true. Sailor Moon never dies. But these um, mo- these boots are nice. The Sailor Moon Which boots one? are like two thousand three hundred dollars. Yeah, they're ridiculously expensive, but like they actually look like nice shoes. Why don't you walk walk our audio only audience through these these shoes? I mean, we're talking about shoes now. Oh my god, those are very nice shoes. So the Sailor Moon Boot One Hundred. This is the one that Sailor Moon herself wears, (laughs) retailing for one thousand six hundred and five dollars. I'm assuming this is American prices. I would presume. Yeah, yeah. Sailor Venus satin platforms, one thousand one hundred and thirty dollars. These ones are the they're yellow gold with a strap around the. Around the ankle, their platform wedges or mm. platform pumps, maybe a better way to describe them. Um, and the Sailor Mercury leather heeled boots. So these are these are all similar similar in platform style to the Sailor Venus shoes, but they're you know light blue. Zippers on the side, retailing for one thousand two hundred and twenty dollars. They're very shiny. Um, and these are the ones I would imagine that Alice wants, the Sailor Jupiter leather-heeled green boots. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, $1,310 <laughs> retailing. They are, no, she, wants, um, she wants the Sailor Moon boots. Oh, she wants, she wants to go red or pink, I should say. She wants, um, the, she wants like the, the pretty Guardian Sailor Moon exclusive ones that are like full-on diamond encrusted there. Oh, man. Um, did you see the... The Luna ones are actually nice too. They're like mesh heel boots, $1,220 retailing. Mm. The bags. See, I don't, I, don't, so, I don't know anything about shoes, but I'm looking at this and I'm thinking to myself, what, what makes this like, you know, almost two sure, grand? I'm pretty sure they have like Swarovski crystals in them. Uh, but the, okay. the, it's just because the person the, Jimmy Choo's really, making it. The really fancy ones are 15K. Um, and Alice is texting me from the other room saying that uh, she doesn't want them. She wants the purse, which is like three grand. So oh, oh, there you go. Grand, Ten grand. Get on it, Chris. That, yeah, there's the. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Chris is like, I already did my job. No, I, I don't want the shoes. This is I'll send you a direct link to the thing that I'm interested in. Just just, you know, just for reference. Yeah, the, the, purse the, the bags with the anime on it are actually really cool. Yeah. Like they're right. a, shul- uh, a Sailor Mars leather shoulder bag, and it has mm-hmm. like from the manga images on it. 
with pearls as the as the armband, one thousand six hundred thirty five dollars. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. absolutely insane. Well, I think we all learned something today. There's there's literally no end in shoe based related video game news for people out there. Um, How much do you think hey, those those Mario boots retail for if they were to make them? If they were to produce them. I mean, this one right now, there's no way you'll get it, right? It's it's a one-off. This is probably a thousand upon thousand dollar item. If they were to make them like, so that you could actually buy like one mass. Yeah. I don't know, man. Really? See, that's 500 the, bucks. I guess that's, uh, well, let's, uh. Because Red Wing shoes much? are frequently $500. I'd have to imagine, right? It's Red Wing, which is a relatively high-end leather shoemaker. So I'd have to imagine probably. Around a grand, I, I'm, I'm it has to be so? probably. I would think so. Yeah, closer to a thousand. No, I think it's. I think it's like seven hundred bucks, six hundred bucks at most. It's got to be closer mm. to a thousand, I think. Because their regular shoes are only like four fifty. No, that's what I mean. Like this is double the leather. This is yeah, like a yeah, lot more leather. Yeah. It's licensed, right? You know, it's it's one. Like I'm looking at some of their other shoes here, like a normal work boots. The king toe is like 230 US, right? I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe you might be right closer to seven, but still, man, they 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 do have like 400 dollar work shoes, you know. But you know what? It's about time they make a foot like a wide footed shoe that finally uh, I can dude. fit into. <laughs> finally, you know what? Finally. I've been not to go into this niche, okay. But I've I figured out that our modern shoes they're not made for our feet. No, your feet, the human feet is not. Our feet does not do this. No, our foot yeah. goes wider at the edge. Yeah, on everyone's yeah. foot. So most like people, yeah. your shoe is supposed to be shaped like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For my audio listeners, I'm doing like a like a V shape. It's got a little bit of a bevel at the end of it, right? Because right. well, you know, our feet are basically just weirdly shaped hands. Yeah, absolutely. Like I don't, Long I don't know about palms. you guys, but like I have very wide feet, and I have mm. the hardest time finding shoes that fit my feet Me without too. having to like squish them in. Yeah, I have, to get, I have to size up in length significantly. Yeah, I, yeah, I got so wide like, set toes. You know, I'm probably only like eight and a half in length, but I have to wear like a ten in most shoes oh. just to be able to fit my foot in them. See, That's I'm, not I mean, I'm usually like a size like twelve. And sometimes I have to go to like a size 13 just to find a shoe that's wide enough. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe you could uh, contact the nice folks at Red Wing Shoes and get their custom made Mario boots. Hook me up with some Mario boots, bro, with the the, <laughs> the 10 gauge shoelace. <laughs> you put on my ears. Anyway, happy Mario Day, everyone. Happy Mario Day. All right. Well, with that, let's head, let's move into the final segment of the show and wrap everything up with a nice little game we like to call "What's That Game?" For those of you that are new to the show, "What's That Game?" is a little game that we like to play where one of us describes a video game so poorly that the rest of us are given a total of ten yes or no questions to ask in order to identify the identity of the unidentified game. You don't know this, but the last official episode, uh, I won. And it was glorious. <laughs> so I will be hosting this week's episode of What's That Game? So, Chris, Stefano, your video game described poorly is... Let's get this rock on the road. Let's get this rock 
on the road. That's right. Yeah. Now, you are now given a total of 10 yes or no questions. You could begin asking these questions at any point in time, but I do ask that you do it soon uh, for editing purposes. <laughs> of course. Um, I guess, firstly, yeah. does this fit into the racing genre of video games? Uh, this game does not fit into the racing genre of video games. Okay. Is this game retro? This game would not be considered retro by our current definitions of the word. So it's oh, it's younger than 20 years. It, this, yes, this game is not yet 20 years old. So it's in the PS2 generation. Or Are you asking that as a question? You no, know, like, you know, at least, at least it's in the, at most, I should say, it's in the PS2 generation of consoles. You could ask that, or, yeah. or at least, at least the PS3. Um, no. Some of the earliest PS3 games would fit in yeah. to 20. No. Um, you, you can argue with me if you want, but. <laughs> 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 that's it forget the game <laughs> Stefano I, I don't want to alarm you but the PS3 was released in 2006 it's 2023 it's almost that's almost 20 years I know but it's not yet so <laughs> don't close. do this we're to me right the, now we're on the precipice you, you okay? still, you still got three <laughs> years of you know the, the PS2 being within that, that vintage age yeah don't do this um, to me yeah. let's get this rock on the road um, is this a music based game um yes Okay. Is this a Guitar Hero game? This game is not a Guitar Hero game. Okay. Um, I believe that was your fourth question. That was that was, was four, yeah. So you um, have six more. Does this game involve RTS? This game does involve RTS. <laughs> I have a guess. I'm not yeah, go it. ahead. I is think this it's Brutal Legend? Though. It is Brutal Legend. Oh, <laughs> Wait, we've done Brutal Legend already, haven't we? No. Did we? No, no. I don't think we have. But come on. How, I think we joked about it. How great of a description is that? Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I was very I proud of it, an RTS. personally. I yeah. had a feeling. I mean, I had a feeling like it was. It had to have been this one. Honestly, I was. I was debating whether or not to fuck with you guys when you ask about Guitar Hero. I could have been like, "Yeah, it does feature a Guitar Hero." Yeah, you fucker. It does, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, does feature a Guitar Hero. I asked if it's a Guitar Hero game, so that's what yeah. I, I got gotcha. you. I know you. You were precise in your wording, which is which is what upset me more than anything else. But you know, I was. I was really tempted for like my my previous question to be like does this game involve jack black but i didn't want to 100 <laughs> give it so. yeah this is the inevitable uh mario movie tie-in video game that'll be releasing mm. next year on the switch oh, i oh, love this kung fu Planet, so 
Kung Fu. I, I enjoy Kung Fu Panda, not as much as Bowser, though. You know, I think he he's yeah. really coming to his own. You know, we uh... just straight up though, Brutal Legend, high recommendation for anybody. You'll you'll hate it, but high recommendation. Everybody should oh, play it. The game is fun until you hit the RTS parts of the game. <laughs> it, that, it, it, that's a nightmare. I don't think you'll hate it now because you know it's coming. But I think it was particularly frustrating when you didn't think that that was what you were getting. Yeah. Dude, I had yeah. no idea yeah. there was yeah. RTS in that game until it happened. And I was like, what is this game? Yeah. Well, yeah. according to Legends, they were specifically told not to advertise any form of RTS well, yeah, when of they were advertising this game. They were told specifically, do not mention it. Yeah. Like, I this is just an, this is an, an action adventure open world game. If you mention RTS, we're we're pulling the advertisements. I can I can guarantee you that um I had this game given to me for Christmas and I'm pretty sure when it was purchased it was six dollars at Best Buy. So. I, I I picked up a copy of Brutal Legend not too long ago from from my local Babbage's. It was in the discount bin, and I think I think I paid like five bucks. Yeah. And that that was why I recently replayed it. Recently, I mean, like during the pandemic, so it's relatively in my mind. And also, I just love this game. Like, I just I just really like this game. I love the I love the cameos in the game, but like, I hate the gameplay. Like, it's yeah. so bad. It's it it does not age well. <laughs> no. But anyway, hey Chris, congratulations on being this week's champion of what's that game? That means next week, good sir, you get to host what's that game. That's brutal. Uh, and that about, yeah, it's a brutal legend, baby. Hey, that about wraps everything up for this week's episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes or any other platform that allows you to review podcasts. In addition to that, you can listen to the Let's Get Gaming podcast on any platform that video game podcasts can be listened to, including the newly rebranded, rebranded Spotify for Podcasters which I highly recommend everybody go check out. But that's not all, baby. We're also on Apple iTunes, Spotify proper, um, Google Play, Amazon Music, and much more. So please check us out there. And hey, maybe you'll like what you're here. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Join with me this week, Chris Montpetit. A good roadie knows his whole job is to make someone else look good. Stefano Fontana. Keep your stick on the ice. We'll see you next week on the Let's Get Gaming podcast. Unless we become a daily episode just like, you know, those other video game podcasts. We're not going to do that. We'll see you no, next that's time. Brutal. Yeah, it's right. too much. Have a good night. Right. Bye. Bye. Happy Mario Day. Happy Mario Day, guys. It's a me. Woohoo! Woohoo!